Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith, and we're going to be talking about should you be exercising prior to any surgery? Mm. That's a good one. Mm, yes. All right. Well, we can't <laughs> wait to dive into this. We'll see you guys on the inside. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, joining us, hopefully, uh, on weekly, on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. We put these out every week. Uh, we're going to be talking about should you be exercising prior to surgery? Um, we get a lot of questions about that, and we're going to be answering them today. But before we do that, we just want to give you a friendly reminder to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. And uh, sign up for our newsletter if you get a chance there to get all of our latest and greatest content delivered to you every week from our new exercise videos uh, to these podcasts and so much more. So thank you if you've already subscribed and um, yeah, thank you very yes. much. <laughs> so today's topic, we're talking about exercising prior to surgery. Is it a good idea? Um, obviously, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, right. But um, <laughs> You know, what kind of inspired you to want to address this issue, Meredith? Um, well, we've actually gotten the question, or we'll get the comment, I think more so, um, many, many times where people will tell us that they had surgery recently and they're undergoing their rehab, whether it be PT or if they're doing it on their own. But they'll mention that they started working out prior to um, their surgery, knowing that it was upcoming and how much it helped them. Mm -hmm. um, we'll also get comments of, I have such and such surgery coming up on usually specific body part, and I want to do um, strengthening or some type of workouts prior. What should I do? Things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then just seeing people that I've noticed have worked out before and then go through surgery and how much better they do after I think is kind of where the idea, all of those reasons and <laughs> ways, mm -hmm. how the idea came to be, mm -hmm. that this would be a good one for us to talk about because it might be a question. I don't know. Um, I'm sure there are many doctors out there where if they say, okay, you have an upcoming, let's just say, um, hip replacement surgery, you should try to get some extra strengthening and stretching in prior I don't know if that's usually what's prescribed, so to speak, or even told to patients. Um, I think it's, we've got you scheduled on this day. This is what you do 48 hours prior, 24 hours prior, and be here at this time. Um, so, yeah, I think that this is uh, kind of a good topic for us to bring up for anyone who might be questioning it. Of course, we are not doctors and we are not in your body, so you know your body best and what you are doing, what you should be doing. Um, what is hurting you and what maybe you are going to have surgery on, if that's why you're listening to this. Mm -hmm. So always, always consult your physician if you have any questions at all. But um, this is just some tidbits and advice that um, I've, I've received or I've seen, witnessed, um, and learned from. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely consult your your physician, your doctor about right. that. But I like how you brought up you the doctors not really giving out advice to prior to surgery for folks that are going into surgery right. of things like physical things that they should be doing or can do, right. the stretching, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, you don't really hear a lot of that. I don't. I know post-op, but uh, post pre-op, yeah. um, 
no, I don't hear much. Mm-hmm. But there are. It's very important. Um, with the with you saying, you know, should you work out prior? Um, it's a yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good. We're done now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yes <laughs> for many many reasons. <laughs> so before we dive into that, you know, what kind of surgeries? did you used to hear about when you're working with those many clients over mm-hmm. the years, what are some common surgeries mm-hmm. that would always come mm-hmm. up with folks that right. they would ask you about or were curious about? Yeah. A know? lot of replacements. So knee replacement, hip replacement, shoulder in every capacity, there was always some type of shoulder, whether it be replacement, rotator cuff tears, um, so those are the major joint areas, right, and body parts. So, um, and those would be very commonplace. And so then you'd get a lot of questions: How do I strengthen this area? Um, and I love that people will do our workouts a lot of the times. Or when I worked with them, they do the workouts with me, and I'd say, "This is great. I'm going to my physical therapist after." Um, my surgery, and we're doing the same exact exercises, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is exactly what they should be doing pre, right? They're getting the body ready, um, the muscles ready all around those areas, those joints that are about to um, be replaced. So we need to strengthen everything around um, and stretch it out, etc. So so of course, that's what you're going to do after to get it rehabbed, but then you should be doing that before to get it prehabbed. <laughs> That's a word. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good word. Um, so those were the main, main um, questions I would get for the, the areas of the body and surgeries that were coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only are you when you are doing workouts, um, I like to say, okay, if it's for the hip, yeah, let's strengthen around the hip, let's strengthen lower back and core, but let's strengthen the entire body because um, hopefully you won't have a walker or a cane, but if you do, let's make sure upper body and posture are really good. Um, Let's focus on the entire lower body and not only hips for mobility, but ankles for mobility so we can stay balanced. Um, So making sure the entire body is being utilized in the workouts, not just spot-specific necessarily. Um, And that's usually what people want to focus on. They want to, like, say, if it's a knee replacement, what should I do to strengthen my knees? I say, well, we need to strengthen all around it, but don't forget (laughs) Mm -hmm. everything else that has to be strengthened. Um, So making sure that we we don't forget about the rest of the body when we are... um, doing workouts prior don't switch them up if you have been working out Mm -hmm. um but also remembering that yes we are going to work on that strengthening and stretching aspect but doing a workout helps build up your heart and lung capacity and when we're going through surgery pretty major surgeries that we're talking about um where we're being put under it's very wearing on the heart and lungs. So to have those even up to par, so to speak, is really important. So kind of remembering that too when you're doing your workouts, it's going to help you during the surgery um, and recovery of the body, not just those areas, but you're going to keep the heart pumping, that blood going through the body, getting to those areas, helping you heal faster. Um, Lung capacity, always, always important. Um, Helping to 
wear off, pneumonia. So if you do have to stay in bed for a couple of days, depending on the type of surgery. So knowing that the pre, of course, is getting the body parts ready, Mm -hmm. but it's getting everything inside ready too. So, and it helps you mentally as well. As you think, I'm ready for this. You know, I've done everything that I can to prepare my body for this surgery. And it that's that's a big thing to have um, positivity going into a surgery, knowing that you're going to get through it, of course, but you're going to come out better on the other end, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's, it's an interesting <laughs> concept. And I think a lot of people don't think about it in a way that if I can get my body to at least to a strong point mm-hmm. as much as possible. Everybody's right. different. Everybody right. has different issues when they go into surgery, obviously. But being, I guess, proactive about yeah. strengthening your body before you go into surgery yeah. so that when you come out the other end, there's less recovery time, yeah. maybe. Yeah, totally. Less recovery time, less pain that you have to go through because the body will recover faster. If you've stretched it and strengthened it in certain areas, you're able to get back into those um, those types of stretches and strengthening movements easier, faster. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, always going at your pace and what your your most likely your physical therapist is telling you to do, but they'll notice that you're able to do it faster mm-hmm. um, and have wider range of motion overall. Um, it's just proven. I, I've seen it um, with especially knee and shoulder. When you see people who've worked hard prior, um, after they they can get back into regular shape, let's say, where they were before a lot faster than if they didn't. Mm-hmm. It's like playing catch up at that point. Um, if you didn't do the work, say you were studying, you didn't study before you try and take the test. You don't do as well. If you just would have studied, you'd get through it. You know, look at that. (laughs) You did better. Mm -hmm. It's the same kind of thing. Just preparing the body for what's to come. You come out even better, Mm -hmm. better results. (laughs) Right, right, right. And like you said, when this podcast started, there's not a lot of advice from medical professionals that give them, give patients uh, prior to surgery advice Right. On strengthening the body or building right. up the body as much as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Not that I know of. Not that I've heard. Um, I think a lot of people come to us now. I know a lot of people when I worked in communities would ask me things. What should I do? Um, or they would tell me that they were having surgery, upcoming surgery, and they wouldn't be in. So that was coming up in a few weeks or a couple of months because they schedule it far in advance and say, what are you going to do prior? And they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, whoa, well, I can tell you what you should be doing. So let's mm-hmm. let's get on that. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure most doctors don't, and they don't have time for that. They do send you usually, like I said, after um, for your recovery and your rehab to, to different places for physical therapy mm-hmm. um, if the patient chooses to do so, hopefully, but not prior. And a lot, of, I know, you know, that's why I think some of these workouts that we put together are so, so important because going far far deeper probably than um, I want to and just kind of touching on the subject quickly. Um, I know a lot of insurance will not cover prior. Right. So uh, I right. know that's probably why most people don't do anything with it. So knowing that we have those, those workouts that will help people um, overall, their entire body, just doing the workouts, you're going to hit those spots, um, shoulders, knees, hips, 
lungs, heart, uh, and anything in between that mm-hmm. you may be getting um, surgery for. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> really important to remember. So, examples of exercises. Say someone comes to you, Meredith, and says, "I'm going in for sh- shoulder surgery." Yes, you know, and of course, <laughs> that's a big gamut of types of surgeries. But yeah, in general. Say someone says, hey, surgery, shoulder surgery. Right. What should I do? Mm. What exercises should I do prior to surgery to (laughs) help me better my chances of having a slow or a faster Faster recovery? recovery. The biggest thing would be working on mobility of the shoulder area. Um, Depending on where they are at in their reasoning to get either shoulder replacement or if they have a tear and they have to get it repaired, they may not have much in the way of strength. Um, if we're still able, we'd go really, really light with the bands, really, really light with the dumbbells, but really focusing on range of motion and mobility, mm-hmm. keeping movement, especially in that part of the body. Um, I think everyone's heard of frozen shoulder. That becomes such a common term because it's so common. <laughs> um, so making sure you're keeping range of motion um, in the the muscle, the tendon, the ligament, the bones, the joint area, trying to keep it lubricated as much as you possibly can. If you're able to add strengthening elements to it, then adding that light, light, light weight Mm -hmm. or resistance. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Yeah. So cautiously Mm -hmm. approach it, but also approach it with confidence that you, this is good for you. Exactly. Yeah. Because a lot of times there are movements that you'll do and you know you're going into surgery um, for whatever reason it may be. But um, keeping up the movement, it may not even feel that comfortable, but you know it's not hurting it, Does that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hurting it more than it already is. Um, so making sure you know your body's tolerance, where you're at, of course, Um, Like I always have to put my disclaimers out there, but just making sure people know. um, I'm not saying go, you know, start swinging your arm around in a big circle when you know you don't have that range of motion. So making sure you're doing what what your body still allows, um, but keeping it moving as Mm -hmm. much as you possibly can. Right, right, right. (laughs) Everybody is different, um, so it's hard to generalize, but... um, to kind of put that, yeah, everyone in a bubble and say, this is what you should do. And then that's, mm-hmm. those are the the key elements. <laughs> Would you kind of approach it the same way, say, if someone said, I'm having hip surgery? Yes. Like oh, concepts? definitely. Definitely. Really working on 
those circle bands, if you have them, and strengthening um, all around. Like I said, from the hip, the gluteals, lower back, core, quadricep, uh, hip flexors, that entire area. Again, the entire body, but really focusing on that area and getting those stretches in there. Um, keeping keeping the, the mobility again. Mm-hmm. In any part of the body. That's the biggest thing is really focusing on the range of motion. When I say mobility, keep it moving. Um, keep the range of motion in that area, that type of thing. Keep stretches in there. Hold those stretches. Try and get deeper in the stretches. Again, that's going to help when you recover. Um, you'll be able to get into that faster um, once you're able to to start your rehabs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've kind of focused on a lot of physical type surgeries, you know, shoulder replacement, hip replacement, very common, knee type type stuff. Right. What about surgeries that are more, you know, removing, um, you know, God forbid, a a tumor or something like that? Right, right. Where what role does exercise play Mm -hmm. in these kinds of surgeries that may not be physically related to, you know, bone movement, muscle movement, that kind of stuff. Because a lot of people go through those surgeries every day. all the time. What's the role that exercise plays in Um, those? That's where that um, heart and lung, (laughs) building those up and doing exercise, even strength training, keeping the body um, as strong as possible to get through a surgery, keeping the heart muscle as strong as possible, keeping the lung capacity as high as possible, and working out is going to help that. Because um, when you're going through those surgeries, like I said before, the recovery is a lot and your body is tired and having a strong body is going to help. So, um, yeah, with all of the multitude of surgeries that are done every day, right, for people of all ages, that is probably the main reason why I'd say um, exercise. Of course, for spot specifics, um, with certain types of um, injuries that you're going in to repair. But overall, um, keeping the body strong, the heart, the lungs, helps the brain, um, makes you feel more prepared. Again, positivity about where you're at with your body, with your physicality, so mm-hmm. to speak, um, is very, very, very helpful mm-hmm. going into surgery. So what kind of advice would you give someone who says, Meredith, I'm going into surgery. I am not physically active prior to even surgery. Right. You know, and I I, I know I need to strengthen mm-hmm. my body a little bit. Um, where do I even start? Right. You know, <laughs> and, and it, of course, there's a, a lot of different types of surgeries out there. But in general, right, in general. if someone comes to you and says, I am going to have surgery and I don't know where to start, what what's your best advice yeah. for them? Oh, definitely. Of course, starting slow. And everyone knows I would say that if they've listened to me before, always. Um, because you trying to go 90 to nothing is not going to um, help you in any way. It will only hinder you, right? So making sure you're starting slow, starting with light cardio. If you haven't been doing anything, starting with just a seated light cardio, Um then moving on from that, focusing on the strength training of it, staying seated if that's what um, the the participant viewer, what have you, um, needs. So starting slow, building from there. Because mm-hmm. um, again, even if you're just doing a few minutes, 
at a slower pace is going to be better than going into surgery having nothing under your belt. Um, but if you start to do that and you're doing that every day, even just doing that every day for two weeks to a month, two months, but even two weeks prior, every day getting that intentional movement in is going to help. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah I'd say start slow. Slow. <laughs> and that's kind of what my next question was, mm-hmm. is what kind of a timeline would you yeah. say? Because people know they're going to have surgery. Right. Usually... In in well in advance. They usually do, right? yeah. So what kind of timeline would you propose someone to start thinking about working out or exercising right. to somewhat before mm-hmm. surgery? Well, I'd say start working out now, um, even if you don't know if you have surgery coming up, because we never know when surgeries are going to occur, unfortunately. But <laughs> um, if someone did say, yes, I'm going to schedule this, it's two months in advance, Start then. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the more time that you can get under your belt, if you're not, especially if you're not doing any exercise at all yet, um, the more time you can get prior to is going to be even more helpful. But if for some reason you were able to get into a surgery that you did get to schedule, um, then and it's only two weeks away, then start then. And again, still start slow if you're not doing anything because trying to jump into an advanced workout and hurting yourself and not being able to do anything uh, for the next 13 out of 14 days is not going to to help you at all. So starting slow, no matter the timeline, um, if you're already working out, continue to work out. That's when you can really, really focus on specific spots, I guess, to add mm-hmm. um, into your workouts. Again, if you're already working out and it happens to be that type of a work uh, type of surgery, um, overall, just making sure you're getting that intentional movement in, stretching, strengthening every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cardio. Yeah. Cardio, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's scenarios out there where people will look to surgery, you know, to, to whatever reason, um, even cosmetic surgery, save that. Mm-hmm. But what are your thoughts in having to exercise to lose weight to have a safe mm-hmm. surgery done? We've had a lot of people um, ask yeah, for plans, for actually. weight loss. Yes. So that the, the doctor, it's a safer surgery. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the doctor feels more it's comfortable. And that's probably a little more extreme, but what, right. what role and what do you feel, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Oh, that's, I mean, that's another part of exercising prior to going into surgery. Yeah, definitely. Um, it will obviously be better for the body and easier for the body to go through the surgery itself. That's mainly the reason why. Um, if it's depending on the type of surgery, if it's a knee replacement they, or a hip replacement, doctors want you to be in good health because you're going to replace it and it's not going to be for anything if you're very obese, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, and the doctor knows they want to do this and have it stick and have it work and have you be able to be your best self after you get the surgery. So taking a little bit of that weight off of those body parts is the best thing that you can do, right? But even just overall for any any type of surgery, from a stent being put in to, like you said, tumor or cosmetic surgery, whatever it may be out there, um, having less of that... Uh, weight on your heart and your lungs, going back to that, they don't have to work. They have to work hard all the time. But think about how much harder they work for someone who is overweight 
mm-hmm. um, or obese. Um, the doctor would want to make sure the person is safe in that uh, workout that they're doing. So, I mean, that um, surgery that they're doing. So that uh, is a huge reason why you should work out prior. Um, If you, again, are in good health, you're not supposed to be thinking about losing weight. Um, you're, You're at a good weight and all of that stuff. So don't think that I need to work out to lose weight for any reason. It's usually told by the doctor if they want you to lose weight um, prior to surgery. So mm-hmm. again, any of the types of workouts that we've talked about, really focusing on your cardiovascular, of course, um, strengthening of the heart and the lungs is going to be the best to help you with weight loss. But so is strength training. Strength training is really good because it keeps that metabolism high throughout the day. Um, and you lose weight that way. So mm-hmm. you're burning calories even after a workout. So those HIIT workouts, those strength training workouts, very, very important as well when you're able to do those. So if you're just starting out, of course, start slow. But I've got beginner seated HIIT workouts that uh, will get that heart rate up and help you burn little extra calories throughout the day um, if that is your goal prior to surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weight loss. That's yeah, a good one. Right. And and that's kind of something that I was going to bring up is, um, you know, if someone says, um, Meredith, I'm going to your website, I need to find exercise mm-hmm. videos that will help me uh, either lose weight or strengthen my body. You know, right. where should I start? Right. And you have exercises that you can filter on. Yes. Um, you know, are you, would you recommend like the the beginner seated, that kind yes, of stuff. I mean, you don't want to go too crazy, right? Right, exactly. Beginner seated is the way to go. Um, and I always like to throw in, even if you're able to work out and you are able to do it every day, still focusing on balance. So doing your standing balance workouts. Um, because a lot of times, depending on the surgery, if you have to be in bed for a while, or even if you get up, I know a lot of, which I love, um, even hip replacements, you are up and out of that bed within hours of surgery to make sure you're able to walk, get movement in that area, etc. So um, but making sure we stay steady and balanced, and we're focusing on those muscle groups as well, because balance goes really quick. Um especially as we age, so making sure core stays strengthened, but keeping those balance workouts included in there as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, making sure you're staying well-rounded, but going in filtering down to beginner is probably the best way um, to do it. And if seated is your style and that feels the best, then sticking with those until you start to feel more comfortable possibly to stand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as always, you know, examples of these exercise videos, you can visit our website, seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com, and click on that videos button, videos mm-hmm. tab, and uh, you can check out our, you will see our workouts tab under that where you can click on it and have examples of all of these exercises that Meredith is talking about, um, filtered by beginner, seated, you name it, it's there. Uh, so what are some final thoughts on mm-hmm. exercising prior to surgery, mm-hmm. um, you know, f- physical, mental, mm-hmm. what's important that we yeah. should focus on before <laughs> pre-surgery. It. So it's very important to exercise prior to surgery. Um, like you said, for the physical aspect of it, of course, to build up strength in the entire body, um, from the body parts to the brain, to the the heart, to the lungs, to make you feel positive, to make you feel good about what you're going to do going into surgery. So, yeah, 
I, um, I think it's of the utmost importance that we make sure that um, if we have a scheduled surgery, if we're able to schedule it, and I only say that because there are, of course, many surgeries that become emergency. So, mm-hmm. But staying on top of our fitness all the time um, is going to be the best thing that we can do. But if we know a surgery is coming and we have areas that we can improve on, then they, we should jump on it as soon as we know that we're about to go in for this surgery. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great advice. And if you are looking at surgery upcoming and you are wondering if exercise should be a part of that pre-surgery uh, mm-hmm. planning, uh, we say yes. We say yes. And uh, hopefully that kind of helps you make up your mind or, or someone mm-hmm. that you know that is a loved one that's going into surgery. Yes. Might be good to kind of maybe play this podcast for them and let them, you know, find the, see the value in, in strengthening and getting your body ready for that yeah, so that you have a slower, I'm sorry, a faster recovery mm-hmm, yes. uh, mm-hmm. post-surgery. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, well, thanks for joining us on this uh, episode. Don't forget to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for that newsletter and get all of our latest and greatest content delivered to you every week. So until the next episode, mm-hmm. we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.